The Belgavi border showdown has escalated and days after this remember violent clashes and protests that have taken place in the border area. Belgavi is at its center as Maharashtra has been claiming that this Marathi majority area was wrongly given to Kannada majority Karnataka way back in 1956. Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I'm Ashraf Engineer. The decades-long border dispute between Karnataka and Maharashtra flared up again when a few days ago, close to 10 gram panchayats in Kagal Taluka of Kolapur district passed a unanimous resolution demanding a merger with Karnataka. What's surprising is that these are Marathi-speaking regions that are echoing the demand of Kannada-dominated areas of the state. The resolution followed allegations of negligence against the Maharashtra government in providing basic civic communities such as water to these areas. In the past, there has been similar action by Jat in Sangli district, Akalkot in Solapur district and 10 villages in Devni Taluka of Latur district. What is the border dispute all about and what comes next? All Indians Matter The trigger for the Kagal resolution was the Maharashtra government's decision to supply water from the Dooth Ganga River to Ichal Karanji, a town with 5 lakh residents. This was strongly opposed by the Dooth Ganga Bachao Kriti Samiti, which represents the Kagal Gram Panchayats and feels that water should be supplied to the Panchayat areas instead. The Samiti said that merging with Karnataka would ensure regular water supply to the Panchayat areas. Kagal, residents pointed out, suffers from a severe water shortage even during the monsoon. If water from Dudhanga is diverted to Ichal Karanji, this shortage would worsen. Kagal is close to the Karnataka border and more than 90% of its residents are Marathi-speaking. What's ironic is that it is within Maharashtra's borders, but people in this region rely on Karnataka for services such as education, for which they travel to the nearby town of Nippani. Maharashtra Chief Minister Eknath Shinde, scurrying to placate the villagers, offered a Rs 1,900 crore development package and assured essential amenities within a year after the resolution passed in Jat Taluka. As I said, the resolution to merge with Karnataka is not an isolated incident. Last December, 11 Gram Panchayats of Akalkot expressed a similar desire, prompting the police to issue notices to them. These panchayats cover around 42 villages and have a significant Kannada-speaking population. The reason cited was similar lack of development. 11 panchayats covering 25 villages in Jat Taluka and 10 villages in Devni Taluka have also presented similar resolutions to district electors in the past. Last year, then Karnataka Chief Minister Basavaraj Bombay said Karnataka was thinking of laying claim to Jat Taluka, prompting angry protests by both pro-Kannada and pro-Marathi activists. Union Home Minister Amit Shah then forbade both states from claiming any territory before the Supreme Court gives its verdict on the matter. Incidentally, at that time, both states were BJP-led, but Karnataka has since elected a Congress government. Despite Amit Shah's directive, the Karnataka Assembly passed a resolution to not cede any territory to Maharashtra, further stirring the pot. Not to be left behind, the Maharashtra Assembly passed a resolution to legally pursue the inclusion within the state of 865 Marathi-speaking villages from Belgavi, Karwar, Nippani, Bidar, Balki and others that are within Karnataka now. So what's the dispute all about? The town of Belgavi has been part of Karnataka since state borders were demarcated along linguistic lines under the State's Reorganization Act of 1956. But neither Maharashtra nor Karnataka has fully accepted the order and the dispute flares up regularly. In 1957, Maharashtra demanded a rethink of the border. 
In a memorandum to the Union Ministry of Home Affairs, it claimed 814 villages and three urban areas of Belagavi, Karwar and Nippani as part of the Bombay Presidency before independence. In 2004, it filed a petition in the Supreme Court claiming Belagavi. Karnataka is in no mood to relent either, maintaining that Belagavi is part of it and that it is beyond dispute. In 1966, at Maharashtra's insistence, then Prime Minister Indira Gandhi established a one-man commission led by Meher Chand Mahajan, the third Chief Justice of India. The commission recommended that 264 villages be transferred to Maharashtra and that Belgavi, then known as Belgam, and 247 villages remain with Karnataka. Naturally, Maharashtra rejected the recommendation while Karnataka welcomed it. Is the Mahajan Commission report that Karnataka regularly cites to argue that Belgavi is part of it. There was also a four-member committee formed by the feuding states in 1960, but it failed to arrive at a consensus. Karnataka, meanwhile, also argued for the inclusion of areas in Kolhapur, Sholapur and Sangli districts within its territories. To underscore its claims, from 2006, Karnataka started holding the winter session of the legislature in Belgavi. For this, it built a massive secretariat along the lines of the Vidhanasoda in Bangalore. The politics around the issue are complex because no party in either state can take the risk of ceding territory. Many governments have sought to up the ante, at least in part as political grandstanding. For instance, in 1986, then-Chief Minister Ramakrishna Hegde made a Kannada language test mandatory for state government jobs. This angered linguistic minorities, forcing Hegde to assure Marathi leaders that Kannada would not be compulsory in primary education in border areas. Meanwhile, over the decades, Belagavi itself has changed significantly, demographically and economically. While the core of Belagavi remains Kannada speakers, now there are a large number of Marathi speakers in the town and surrounding areas. As I said, the matter is now in the Supreme Court and both states await the outcome of the case even as they assert that they will not move an inch from their political stances. What this also means is that the dispute is great raw material for politicians to stoke regional sentiments for electoral benefit. No political party leaves out the dispute in the election manifestos or campaigns. It's the same in Karnataka. Often the party in one state will oppose the view of its unit in the other state. The irony is delicious. Meanwhile, the ramifications of the stalemate can mean, as we've seen in Kagal, frustration and anger on the ground. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.in for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashraf Engineer that's A-S-H-R-A-F-E-N-G-I-N-W-E-R and All Indians Count that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-C-O-U-N-T Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in Catch you again soon. <laughs>